0: Your post-game recap podcast is generously sponsored by jasby.com, a family financial app. Jazby has two main missions, to teach financial literacy to children where they learn by experience and make financial management easy for parents by giving them parental controls as children learn financial responsibility. Jazby debit cards are free and can be used virtually anywhere. Grab your phone and go to jasby.com. That's J A. S-S-B-Y dot com to learn more. And also, this podcast is sponsored by State Farm. Life is full of challenges, and State Farm has been and will continue to be there for you when you need us. When you need insurance, think of Agent Jim Fury, a proud sponsor of your Washington Blue Jays post-game recap podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a week four edition of the Washington Blue Jays high school football post-game recap podcast presented to you all season long by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please see Jim Fury for all your State Farm insurance needs and questions. Last night, the Washington Blue Jays hosted the Fort Zumwalt North Panthers in the first game of GAC Central Play and fell to Fort Zumwalt by a final score of 56-7. to I'm now joined by head coach of the Washington Blue Jays, Coach Derek Heflin. Coach, welcome to the podcast, and how are you today? All right, thank you for having me on. Not too bad. Not too bad. First question is, I kind of want to give you the floor and more just say, what were your general takeaways from the game that obviously did not end up on the right side of the score line for Washington?
1: You know, we uh, offensively, we, we didn't do uh, as bad as the score indication. You know, we, we controlled the ball, had the ball. We just didn't finish drives. Uh, and defensively, you know, we're still searching for answers. You know, we've, we've got guys out there that, that are new it seems like almost every week we're starting a new secondary and new linebackers um and you know just trying to find guys just through the rash of injuries and then up front we've had uh, some quarantine stuff so you know it's, it seems like week to week it's we're having a hard time putting the same loving dudes out there um, so it's hard to build chemistry it's hard to, just to do those things and build off uh from week to week so you know that and that when you play a team like Zumal North, that's, you know, you look at the record, it's not indicative of what they are. They're, you know, two points away from being two and one and being a top five team in the state of Missouri. And they'll end up being a top five team uh, when it's all said and done, they have the athletes and, and the, the speed and the coaching staff to get things where it needs to be. Um, you know, when you're piecemealing your defense together, that, that's not a recipe for success against those dudes. Um, and in special teams last night, you know, it, it had won us some games. Uh, the last couple of weeks and uh, we just didn't play up to our expectation there last night. So, you know, at the end of the day, we, you know, on all levels, I don't think we quite got to where we expected it to be and that falls on my shoulders. And, uh, you know, sun came up this morning, we got back to work and I'll make sure that uh, we get to where we need to be to be successful next week. Like
0: you mentioned, when you're missing so many guys, whether it's due to injuries or COVID protocols or, or really anything and you can't get the same 11 guys on defense, what is, like, your goal in practice during that week to kind of get the guys ready?
1: You know, um, early on it was just trying to get get us aligned and get our schemes right. Um, and, you know, this week we kind of went back to it. it – we'll just keep everything as simple as we can keep simple, and we need to get back to just playing fundamental football. And, you know, and, and there were times where we saw that, and then, you know, there were times where we definitely didn't see that. And I think that's going to be the biggest focus – Going forward, and you know that's like I told our coach staff last last night. I, I let the the scheme and the X's and O's get in front of the fundamentals, and that's put us a little bit behind the eight ball. And so we're gonna go back and, and get back to we're gonna tackle and we're gonna fly to the football. And you know if we have to line up and play one defense, that's what we'll do just to get there. Um, but we have to get back to playing Blue Jay football, and that's that's where this whole thing started. We turned the corner a couple of years ago was we played great defense and we got eleven guys to the ball and we tackled. Uh, And we're just not doing that right now.
0: You mentioned in your first answer earlier on in this interview about special teams. And one of the biggest turning points last night was a special teams play that you guys weren't able to make. You guys tied the game at seven in a five yard touchdown run by Evan Gaither. And on the ensuing kickoff, Ford Zumoff took the ball and ran 76 yards for a touchdown. What did you see on that play? And did you believe that was a turning point in the game?
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all right. It, it definitely took the win out of ourselves, and then we get the ball back and fumble the next play, so yeah. you know, we kind of, we we're real good at shooting toes off, and, and we did it real quick right there, <laughs> but no, it, what it was, you know, we'd worked all week on on the squibbing it and keeping it away from their athletes, because that's, it, you know, the where we've gotten, you know, we've beaten every team in the conference and gotten to really where we're second, to north, um, and the, the thing that is constantly came back and bit us is that they're just a lot faster than we are. We're bigger and stronger than they are, but we can't catch them. Um, so, you know, our plan was to kind of squib it and pin it deep and our kicker boomed the opening kickoff that they ran back to like the 20 and then he boomed another one and they took it to the house. And, uh, you know, when you're playing for one thing, when you're playing for X and Y happens, you know, it's a, it's a little bit different of a thing. And we, and and our kids got to go down and do their job and and we didn't do that. And, and and we knew that might be the case if we, if the ball got to the back to their returners and, we did that twice, and it caused us some issues.
0: In a game that, by the fourth quarter, is most
1: likely out of hand unless unless a miracle happens. To be
0: honest, the score is forty two seven as we headed to the fourth quarter last night. What are you looking for on the field to make sure you know your players are still competing and fighting and playing Blue Jay football?
1: You know, just effort, just people getting the ball, people finishing blocks. Uh, you know, dom trying to dominate the line of scrimmage. You know that at the end of the game, you know, this third last, like three touchdowns were on fluke plays you know they hit one floater over the top of us it was we had unreal coverage i don't know how the kid threw it there i don't know how the kid caught it and then you know we go in they throw a uh a quick screen to one of the receivers and we blow it up bat the ball in the air and the kid that missed the block stayed in there and takes it to the house 90 yards you know and then we get a pump block so you know there's the last three scores there where we just we got to maintain focus um and not let things like that happen. But we were playing hard. It's just, you know, it it was one of those nights. And sometimes when it's one of those nights, you just got to bury it, put it to bed, and go back to work the next day.
0: Do you think, as this was the first game of league play and it obviously didn't go your way, as there's still plenty of time to go in the season, do you think this can be a solid wake-up call for your team to say, like, okay, it's now league play, we got to get going, we got to do things for players and coaches?
1: Yeah, I I don't know if as much as a wake-up call, as much as just a – Hey, you know, that we still got stuff to work on. We're not where we have been. We you know we're the goal was to 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 reload, not rebuild, but we're having to rebuild some stuff. And our guys gotta have that wake-up call and understand what it takes to to be where we've been the last couple of years at being, you know, nine and two, being, you know, the number one seeding district, doing what we've done it takes a lot of hard work and it takes a a lot of being tough. And right now we're just not quite meeting the standard that we've, the guys that came before them set. And, you know, at the end of the day that falls on me and I got to get those guys up and ready to go. Well, speaking
0: of getting those guys ready to go, as it is only week four, that means there's more high school football. And next week you guys will look to get back in the win column as you host Fort Zumwalt South in another league matchup. What are your early thoughts on the matchup?
1: You know, it, it, you know, like you said, it's, it's week four or week five. It's early in the year. And, you know, we, we're, we're two and two. We're in a good spot. You know, we're hopefully getting guys back healthy. Um, so, you know, and, and the great thing about Missouri, the really, the first nine weeks don't mean nothing. So uh, you're working to get to get to the playoffs. Um, and, you know, with South comes in, they're going to, they're going to be some, have some athletic guys. Uh, they got quarterbacks will sling a little bit. Defensively, they're going to give you some different looks, um, you know, so our offense has got to go out and, and do what they do and, and control a lot of scrimmage. And, could dominate the time of possession. And then defensively, like I I told you earlier, man, we just got to get back to tackling and swarming. And and our kids got it in them. They just got to understand how to do it and when to do it.
0: This season, this will be between week four and five, your first time all season where you have back-to-back home games. Do you think that makes a difference at all, where you know your team is going to be able to stay at home, kind of stay in the routine, no traveling on Thursdays and Fridays? Does
1: that help at all as you look forward to week five and four, two south? Well, we got, we actually got two back. Cause we, that last week with that whole COVID thing, I told our idea. I wouldn't go in Kansas city. If they wanted to play, they had to come here. So we got to play two in a row. We actually can get three in a row. Um, but right. you know, whatever happened last week, that, that was not planned. That was a, a, a mess. So, but no, it, it'll be nice to get it home. You know, last night we had a huge crowd, uh, you know, week one, we had a huge crowd. The band was out full force last night. You know, it, it it was a great atmosphere, Um, the the two planned home games. So hopefully, you know, we have that atmosphere, have that support, have, you know, everybody rolling and flying and and things going good. And, and you know, I I know it helps our kids not to have to get on a bus and go anywhere. Um, And where we're at in our conference, you know, everybody's in St. Charles County. So they're at least an hour bus ride away on a back, Uh, Back road, windy, curvy road that they don't usually travel. They're used to being in the city and it being, you know, 10 minutes on a straight road somewhere where maybe you have to stop at a stoplight where, you know, you got to come out through the sticks to get out to us. So, yeah, it's a big advantage to us to get these home games. uh, And, you know, just get our guys back into a comfort zone and get their minds right so we can go out and be successful.
0: And finally, coach, what was the message to the guys this morning when they came back in and saw you?
1: You know, hey, the sun's up. It's time to get back to work and it's time to. You know, it's dead. It's over with. You know, Uh, you know, people say it is what it is. And I hate that. You know, it is what you let it be. And uh, you can let it define you or you can get up and it's a new day and you can get better. And that's where we're going to go. And uh, that that's how we've gotten to be successful is you get whether you win, whether you lose the next day, the sun comes up and you have to have a a good mindset and be ready to, to work harder and get better. Um, You know, so whether you win 50-67 or you lose 50-67, that's got to be your mindset. And that can't change. Um, And and that's where we're going to go. And that's the mindset we're going to have. And hopefully we get on the other end of some of these wins here coming through the conference play and uh, get everything rolling come playoff time.
0: Well, Coach, thank you, as always, for coming on the podcast. As we look ahead to Week 5, you guys will host Fort Zumwalt South. And as we wrap up Week 4, you guys did fall to Fort Zumwalt North by a final score of 56-7. And, Coach, as always, thank you for giving great insight into the Washington program.
1: Hey, man, appreciate it. Thank you for all your coverage and all you do for our program. Absolutely. And as we wrap up
0: Week 4, for Coach Heflin, I'm Mark Feldman, saying so long
1: and have a great day.
0: Once again, we want to thank our sponsor, Jasby.com, for sponsoring this podcast. Parents, you need this app to make life easier for you as you teach your kids about financial responsibility. Kids learn best by experience, and Jazby is designed to help parents in this vitally important role. Go to Jasby.com to set up your free family account today. That is J-A-S-S-B-Y.com. And also... As you have seen every weekend, State Farm and football are the perfect match. That is another reason that agent Jim Fury has chosen to sponsor your Washington Blue Jays post-game recap podcast all season. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.